one more and we all go. I'm Frank. I'm Brad. I'm Jamie. How's it going, Jamie? I'm doing well. How are you, Frank? Good. All right. So, welcome to Skinny Calf Studio. It is Skinny Calf Studio. You nice. can see. Oh, yeah. Right behind you. Right That's behind me. We've got a so, giant sign. We imported Jamie from a neighboring country of O Town up the road. <laughs> uh, Jamie, happy to have you with us today. Thanks. I'm glad to be here, Brad. So, uh, I've known you maybe 15 years now, I'm guessing. Yeah, probably. How about you and Frank? How long have you guys known each other? Oh, gosh. You're from Oakland. I'm yeah. from Oakland, so we probably saw each other. You're a little older than I am. I'm a lot older 62, than you are, probably. Yeah. 63, Not somewhere in yet. that age. <laughs> Not yet. But I've known your family for a long time. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so have you lived in Oakland your whole life? No, actually, we, uh, we moved to uh, Southern California when I was two weeks old and Lived there until, oh, I don't know, probably... The law caught up? <laughs> yep. I don't know, like third grade or something like that. I don't know how old I was, but... So how many brothers and sisters do you have? I know Chris, and I know one of your sisters. <laughs> the ones that we all claim are okay. two older sisters and then uh, Chris, my younger brother. Yeah. Okay. And so you know, there's some strays out there here and there you never know about. So how many of you were in the herd when... Because you were only two when you moved to California? Two weeks. So you were the oldest, right? <laughs> no. Shelly's... Uh, Six years older than me, and Rachel's three years older than me. And okay. Then, uh, Chris was born in California when we were there after my parents divorced. Well, see, so we were there quite a while. Nice. So what did you like about living in California when you were six years old? You know, uh, we lived in Anaheim, and so we loved that we were five uh, minutes from Disneyland roller. and watched the fireworks every night. <laughs> oh, nice. Mannheim. Mannheim. Oh, you're close. You're close. Isn't that in Germany anyway? Yeah. And it was good that, you know, like. The weather's always nice, so it's always 70 or above. So There's so many people, though. Jess and I went out there a couple years ago for vacation, and beautiful scenery, like you say, but it's so expensive to do anything. There's so many people. Yeah. It just ruins it. Yeah, and Anaheim now is kind of a dirt hole. Right. Like, it was... You don't go ever go back and be like, hey, remember we were in second grade together? Yeah. No, my actually, my oldest sister went back, I don't know, probably 10 or 15 years ago. She's like, you would not want to be in that neighborhood anymore. <laughs> it's like the one neighbor at the pool is still there. The daycare is there. But like, that's, uh, yeah, it's not a nice place anymore. What uh, what took you to California? Our, our parents uh, took us out there so dad could do construction work and just to live the California life, I think. Oh. And then when they uh, they got divorces, when they decided that we were moving back. So, like, the funny thing about it is I always joked is, uh, why did you hate us so much to bring us back to Iowa where it's so cold? <laughs> the first time I touched snow, I, like, cried like a baby, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm sure eight or nine years old, whatever. So for those that don't know, it's freezing rain here where we're at tonight and Jamie's wearing shorts, which he always does. So you haven't learned yet in Iowa it gets cold no, in February. Uh, yeah, not yet. What are you, a gym teacher? <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe that's what my calling should have been. That's one of the perks of working from home, right? Yeah, uh, right. Right. So yeah. uh, when you were out in California, you moved out there with your two siblings, had a third while you were there, or your family did. But you say they got divorced. So did they get divorced and then all move back here? So I would have thought they would have yeah. divorced and one of them would have stayed or something. So they got divorced. They separated, got divorced. My mom uh, remarried and had my little brother. Yep. And then uh, my dad had me and my two sisters and moved us actually to Nevada for like six months or so before yep. back to Omaha. And then my mom followed suit. She went to New York for a little bit where um, my stepfather is from and lived there for about a year or so and then moved back to. Yeah, because it's kind of funny. Your family all ended up back in the same area. So how old were you when you moved back to the county here? 
So what, we moved to, to Omaha when I was in third grade. So, oh, so quite a while ago. Yeah, a while ago. And then uh, I came to Oakland uh, starting sixth grade. So okay. that'd be like 10, 11, whatever. Like. When you're out, do you have any memories of California out there playing? I mean, you're only sixth grade, you said. So do you remember any of that childhood friends, memories living out there? You know, um, not a ton. I remember we lived through an alley to like the arcade and the liquor store and the pizza joint that my parents used to hang out with. And we had a nice bum that lived in our alley. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, those great things that you remember about oh, big Mr. city Charles. life. It seems earthquakes are more prevalent. Yeah. Those days. Do you remember any earthquakes? Yeah. My, when my parents separated. Uh, I've never my, experienced one. What was that like? My mom lived in a apartment building. Like, I can't remember what floor she was on, but uh, yeah, like things start shaking. So like in a house, it's easy. You just go to the most interior spot. But in an apartment, I remember like mom did a backflip off the couch because Chris was out on the pool on the yeah. porch of the apartment <laughs> building, you know? So it's not too scary. It's I believe been, the people in major. Syria would say different. Didn't, yeah, didn't, yeah, right? Didn't like 30,000 people just die there last month? Or? I think it got, I think it got pretty serious. Yeah, we didn't have any huge earthquakes yeah. there. But what was funny about earthquakes, since you mentioned it, is uh, when I we did move back to Oakland, when the tornado drills would go on, mm-hmm. I would get underneath my desk, like the t- earthquake drills that we did in California, instead yep. of like going to the designated, you know, whatever spot that... So it was uh, it was interesting that everyone's like, "What are you doing?" So of of all the disasters, you're probably the most prepared for any of them because you've got <laughs> the earthquake training, the tornado there training. We go. I'm prepared. Uh, I think it would have been the firefighter episode, but we did declare you're, you're hearing it here first that you can't hide from fire. That's true. Yeah. So did uh, did in the fire drills? I'm assuming they didn't have you hide under your desk. No, I'm no. no. And I would think in a earthquake, you know, if a if a 30-inch pillar is falling down on you at a school, your desk isn't going to save yeah, you. But you probably move. Wouldn't it have been better to go outside? It reminded me. They didn't I, have I like a, would be. They didn't they have a huge they building. They just know where to look if, if you're under the desk. Like, yeah, look for the dead ones under the desk. All right. Yeah. Let's see the feet sticking There's designated up. areas to recover people. <laughs> yeah. You'll see, no, but, the, you'll see the Crocs and shorts. Uh, right. <laughs> Our elementary school wasn't a, witch, they just it wasn't a big building. It was more small individual buildings okay. that were all kind of linked together. And then, like, your lunchroom is outside. And so... Because the weather's always nice. Right. So the yeah. weather's always nice. So, um, like, if there was a fire, like, it was just leave your building. Like, each right. classroom had their own kind of building, if you would. So, like, just walk out of the classroom. There's a fire. It wasn't like a big complex or a big right. school like we would have out here. What if the earthquake caused a fire? Mm. Oh, I... That's what do I do? No, no, no. What do I do? do half I of you go desk? outside. Half of you stay in here. Uh, <laughs> Jamie under the desk. I'm going under the desk for sure. Yeah. A through G outside. Whatever comes after G to Z <laughs> inside. Go. I know lunchtime we had Taco Bell and McDonald's, so I might have been running out to go. Oh, fire. <laughs> I'm going for the fire to get the food. So when, when you came back to Omaha, where'd you go to school in Omaha? Um, over like close to 45th and uh, Center Street. It was called Beals Elementary School. I can't still there? Yeah, it's still there. Yep. So are you glad that, because uh, you're involved with our school now, are you glad that you got to experience the big city school? So saying that, I'll get to my point here shortly. <laughs> are you glad your kids go to a small school rather than a big school is what I was getting at? Yeah, I think that I am. You know, I got to experience that, you know, in California and then back in Omaha. It doesn't, didn't appear to be as safe and, like, secure as our schools are here. Like, small, I, I really, it was important to me to raise my kids in a small town. Right. Instead of in a bigger city. Just 
because I'm a pretty protective like helicopter type, <laughs> unfortunately. But, well, you're a very involved parent. Yeah, I'm very involved. So, yeah, I, I when my wife and I decided to get married and have kids, she was living in San Antonio, Texas. And so we considered either living there or coming back here and kind of weighed if we would have kids, we should probably be here for... It must you know, have been the early days of Tinder and, at that time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. As we say, how did, how did you meet? It's mail order? Yeah, it was a mail order for sure, yeah. <laughs> you know, I want one of the exotic Texas brides. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was actually from Hancock, Iowa. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't have to admit that Well, before. that's true. I don't have to say that out loud. <laughs> right. I love it. So... We're up to sixth grade. Did you do any uh, youth sports? You play soccer or baseball and that stuff over there? Did you set some records? <laughs> yeah, I set some records for sure. No. Um, you know, I always say my kids make fun of me back in my day. Yeah. You know, because I'm older. Um, there wasn't as many opportunities for youth sports. So, like, we could play. Is that because um, you're white? Little, <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Uh, little league, baseball, or we could do soccer. Like the rest of the sports really weren't available for the, you know, for youth players. So like we could do some basketball tournaments maybe once a year or something, but yeah. yeah but I was involved optimists. in all of that and I was terrible at it, but I still did it. Yeah. I like being active and being around my friends. And yeah. I mean, you guys know that from now how. how so you're here. Yeah, that's right. So after sixth grade, you guys moved out here to Oakland, to our town? Starting sixth grade, yep. Out to Oakland in sixth grade. Started sixth grade here. So that had been, what was that, 67? (laughs) (laughs) Right in in there. Probably about, yeah. Right, all right. Uh, So let's see, I graduated high school in 91, so Frank's pretty smart. He can do the math. Yeah, he's nine years older than we are. All right. (laughs) Really? Nine years older than you guys? Okay. You'd be 50 this year. I'm old. I'm going to be I wouldn't have guessed. We we all look like like chaps sitting in here, same variety. You got to remind you we are recording this on video, so (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at the feet here. We're not not really fooling anyone anyone with all my gray. (laughs) Got a good face for radio there, boys. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Voices for the newspaper. (laughs) (laughs) So when you got to high school, uh, did you you do any sports in high school? Or uh, if you weren't into sports, do some other shit people don't do in their own sports? (laughs) <laughs> speech yeah, and drama some, and acting and yeah, stuff. Yeah, actually, I kind of did all of it. Yeah. So, um, which probably isn't very surprising that I was involved in a lot of things. So I played basketball, golf, track, cross country. I was much, much smaller and thinner. More Any theater? Then. I did actually do theater, performing arts, music, band. Like, if there was something to get involved in, I was involved with it. I was on student council, on all this stuff. I was always busy. So you I, were a nerd. I was a total nerd. I was a huge band nerd. I actually uh, marched in the Cotton Bowl Parade for band and the whole works. <laughs> so, Frank, maybe it's just me, but wasn't the uh, the theater more active in the 90s when we were younger than it is today? But maybe it's just because we're not there seeing it. We should ask the Bridge Builder, because I know his daughter does a lot of that. Yeah, no, they, they do. I think they do quite a bit. Um I think when we were in school, it was probably just we were in school, so we. Because I remember being in elementary and watching the high schoolers do plays that we watched. Like, oh, this is amazing! I love watching it. Uh, Remember your aunt Callie slapping Jake in the face, your brother? No, I don't. Oh, you were you were in Oakland? Yeah, yeah. They came to the play, and she was she was a great actor, very high strung as she always was is, and uh, she slapped Jake in the face (laughs) when they were acting, and she cracked him right in the face. That's funny. 
They were acting, but she nailed him. <laughs> she, it looked so real. <laughs> they were so acting, just but watching, she wasn't You didn't playing. do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's why you do it. Then you could just knock people around and act like <laughs> right. it's uh, part of the... What was your favorite uh, hobby or school activity that you did? Oh, I don't know. That's a really great question. So I don't know what my favorite was. I think it was just about being involved in things. Like, yep. Get you out of the house. Make sure be around your friends. It was things that, uh, you know, the things that I were, were you know, excelled at or were good at were important. But also the things that, like, I love playing basketball. I completely sucked at it. But I still enjoyed it and just being involved and you know, yeah. doing things like that. Yeah, it's always fun to be involved, feel like part of a team. And I yeah. think that's what, as my kids get older, they feel that. They're like, ah, I don't want to go to practice. But they get there. My middle one, Marshall, he'll fight me all the time. Ah, I don't want to go to practice. And every time he comes out of the gym, he's smiling and grinning yeah. and having fun. Right. But, I mean, he has fun with his buddies. He knows it's hard work, but I think that's rewarding. Yeah. And, you know, seeing their face at the end of a good game or seeing a good play or something, yeah. it's awesome. Oh, it's just a grab ass, really. Yeah. Just running yes. around playing grab ass. All yeah. right. I mean, kids being kids. So I think did we uh, did we gloss over the uh, the, the childhood? What did you do with uh, running around uh, Oakland as a as a hoodlum who's been to California, oh, yes. we were, yeah. went to the inner city schools uh, of of Omaha? What what did you yeah. do? So for we were, yeah, for sure we were hoodlums. I always tell my kids I've done everything bad, so you don't get to do any of that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're. You doing. know, as we were younger, you know we. The typical, let's uh, ride our bikes all over town and do crazy stuff. I mean, we weren't destructive, but then, you know, as we got older, like if you didn't have a moped when you were 14, when you were my age, that then you, yeah, you weren't a cool kid then. So you had to like get your moped and, you know, we did some stupid stuff, you know, like. And for those of you that didn't grow up in Oakland, like myself, um, it's a giant hill. So you can play all morning, but when <laughs> right. you got to ride your bike, buck up that hill to get home at night, you got to be dedicated. Yeah, everything is uphill. Yes. When wow. they say uphill both ways, that, that they is lived in Oakland. For sure, yeah. <laughs> and they're, yeah, they're not little hills. They're three to one slopes a quarter mile long. So when we moved to Oakland, uh, we lived on Palmer Street, you know, for those that know where that is. And, and two Rosie houses. And her sisters. <laughs> all right, yeah. <laughs> two houses down is where Jennifer Barnett lived. And so we became very quickly, uh, she was the cute redheaded girl that lived two houses down. So we very quickly became really good friends. And so it's like little rascals. And she's a lifeguard. That, yeah. Right. Yeah. She was a lifeguard because <laughs> she taught me how to swim. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. And I was a lifeguard. And a, Did Frank but, do that CPR thing to you where he jumped in and you had to give him CPR? Not to me. Yeah. Just her. <laughs> the guy that owned the Dairy Queen used to say, boy, you and John really like uh, your grape slushies. Because we'd ride our mopeds around. Yeah. And then we would go get grape slushies. And then we would stop at someone's house and put alcoholic things into our slushies. Which is the fastest way for a a brain freeze, by the way. Right. Please tell me you call them slushies. Slushies. Yes. Well, when did they start the slushy whip? Where they put ice cream in the slushy? but that's... That's a game changer. princess... Young kid privilege. I don't know. (laughs) Like, I just want a slush... I grew up, you know, rich. Uh, please, sir, can I have please, a slush? Please, can I just have a slush? Just a slush. <laughs> just put some ice cream in it, lad. Uh, I give my kids a hard time all the time. I'm like, you know, back in my day, we could have ice cream in our slushes. So speaking oh, so. of Dairy Queen, remember cruising? I don't know if any of you ever cruised Broadway. I know you probably did with Daniel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember on the end of Broadway, there was a liquor store and a Dairy Queen? There was a walk-up like the one Oakland used to be, the Dairy Queen was? Yeah, it was on the corner of 35th. Well, I was over there with Broadway. our buddy Luke and Nick one night, and we hit a puddle about as deep as my emotions. <laughs> and it nailed like 10 people standing in front of that Dairy Queen. That's perfect. 
Oh, it was. T- I felt so That's bad. Like, oh. There was families and everything out there, and I felt so bad. And we're all laughing and like, oh, that was really. I mean, it escalated way quicker than we thought. <laughs> it was going like, to. I would do that five more times. I mean, we thought it would have like splashed one kid on back the leg, and no, it like knocked people's shit out of their hands. <laughs> like, oh, this is terrible. You ruined kids' birthday parties. <laughs> yeah, I mean, thank God I wasn't sixteen forever. If you were affected by Brad splashing water on Please you, please call one eight hundred. Yeah, I was driving a. a Blue Volkswagen Jetta, yeah. four door. Oh, you son of a bitch! That was me. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell it was me because you had to manually push the window up with your hands. There's probably a bush light can on the antenna. Yep. Oh, I and remember those days of pushing the windows up. Yeah. Putting some tape on it to help pull the it kids up. Have no idea. My yeah. wife's car still does that. She's, yeah, she's about ready to replace that. My thing. my first car had the headlights that you had to hit the button and they'd flip up. Mm. Was it a Fiero? Firebird. Oh, it was a Fiero. A Pontiac it? Firebird. Oh man! And then how I much, had a I put a bra. I put a bra. I put a bra, a black bra, on the front of that thing. I was the coolest ever. <laughs> or in my mind, hey, I was. don't worry, my car's wearing a bra, so you don't have to. <laughs> right. Oh, it's getting dark. I better nip her out. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? A pretty oh. current Pontiac. I don't know how many years they made those, but I don't know. Because you graduated ninety one, right? I think it was at eighty six, maybe. Or... So it wasn't very old. So it wasn't too terribly old. You got to feel bad because now they're like, they don't even make Pontiacs anymore. I know. It's like, well, my first car was a Renault. (laughs) (laughs) Was it a Buick? Uh, No, my first car was was the Jetta. But wasn't a Buick a Renault? No, Renault was a a whole uh, European brand. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Well, so I pulled up to school the other day to help with uh, whatever, a wrestling deal. And there was a kid driving a Pontiac Firebird. And it, there's like from miss- 1986. Yeah, and he might have had <laughs> a bra. It was gray. Was it? Was yours gray? Might no, have been your old car. Okay. Oh no. But he's fancy. out there revving the motor, and his it's pretty loud, but it's just because the exhaust was missing. <laughs> right. And his buddy's sitting next to him in the truck. Do a burnout. And so he pulled up. <laughs> right. Yep. That's high school. I remember uh, those days. <laughs> drive it like you're not paying for the gas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh jeez! Remember that little cream color S10 we had? In, I had in school. Oh, yeah. It was a long box. It was Herb Strong's old pickup, and we sold it to our buddy Mitch Holton. Maybe he's listening. That son of a bitch. <laughs> but uh, it was a carbureted four cylinder, and so it had one and a half horsepower at high idle. But you really had to wait for it to warm up to access all the ponies. Okay. And so after school, everybody's in a hurry to leave for whatever reason to go home and sit. So you'd pull out, and you know you always turn left down there where the bottom where your mom used to live. Yeah. Turn left out of there. Bring her up, you son of a bitch. (laughs) But everybody turn left and do a burnout, and mine died in the middle of the road because it wasn't warmed up yet. And there's people stopped from both directions, and I'm trying to push it with one foot out the door to get it off the road. And my cream colored S10. I'll do you one better. I got the uh, the Jetta, my license, and then also couldn't drive a stick. Uh Oh, oh. I could drive enough to get to school, but not enough to know what the hell I'm doing. And I had made the uh, mistake instead of turning. Uh, left out of the parking lot, and then taking a right to get on the highway, I turned left up the hill by the uh, the back of the uh, high school by Roden's yep. shop, and I got to that stop sign, and I couldn't I couldn't go. I I kept killing it, and there was <laughs> a line. You, yeah. I'm just getting a lineup. It didn't have an e brake either. Yep. So I had to uh, put my foot on the brake, crawl over to the side. When uh, my buddy Donnie got out, ran around, hopped in, and then he just and dumped then, the clutch. Yeah. I looked like the biggest asshole. It took 10 minutes. It was a 10 minute process. Yeah. Yeah. People are taking that alley to get around. 
But in high school, that was the end of the world. Oh, people are watching me. This is horrible. Right. Yeah. <laughs> look how cool I look. Don't look at me. Reminds, yeah. reminds me a little bit when I was in college. I uh, got a. I was so proud. I got a brand new car. I thought it was the coolest one ever. It was a Geo Storm. Oh, <laughs> which, yeah. You know, are like disposable cars. That's you it. Like I, thought that, I thought you crushed ass <laughs> in the pond. But it was a stick, which I had never driven before. And so I made it three days before I. On St. Patrick's Day, turn left on a green light, and there was a seven nineteen seventy three comet coming towards me, and I <laughs> a ten thousand right pound there, car, <laughs> and it just smashed right into the side of the car. Oh, you didn't get hurt, hopefully. Well, I had a concussion. Like, yeah, we like the cops were like, "Do you want to go to the hospital?" We're like, "No, we're fine." So we just you can't walked tell back. Your to eyes campus. are pretty normal, yeah, right? Yeah. That's why I, I need like to go to now. the hospital. Episode, yeah. So it was kind of weird that Omaha police were like, "Do you want to go?" Or like, "No, nah, we're fine. We're only three bucks from campus. We can make it back." So. Well, that's that's impressive though, because that's probably a ten thousand pound car I hitting know, your eight hundred pound car. Yeah, it was weird that like we never had to. It was my fault. Yeah, we never had to pay for any of that. So I think there's some that Pawnee or that uh, Comet was doing something wrong. Maybe that. No, you stopped a drug traffic. My right? insurance never had a man. Like I don't. That guy was probably fucked up. We'll let him go because that guy had was, a yeah. trunk full of ladies he was trafficking across. Yeah. Where did you go to the, to college at? I went to Creighton. And so, like, yeah, we were like on 34 turning. Doesn't Warren Buffett live right up there? Uh, he doesn't live down there. He lives out at Regency. Okay. I thought he had a place up there by Creighton Campus. Maybe he has a little for him and his side deal, but I don't know. <laughs> he's just got a side Like him and his wife live up in Regency. You <laughs> we never live know. in Regency. Uh, what, what is he, 80, 80 two or three years old? He's, uh, he's old enough he's he needs pills. Yeah. yeah, but he's got this young 70 year old pup. Maybe. Right, which Maybe. reminds me, uh, this broadcast is brought to you by Hymns. Oh, yeah. We're gonna play that long <laughs> enough. We get it for Hymns. <laughs> we're gonna get. We're gonna get There's the. the we need boner pills. Hymns. Is what we're trying. Don't to Don't be a sad no. camper. <laughs> Pitch a tent. <laughs> Mother's Day is uh, right around the corner. It is. Yeah. Don't get forget. Your, get, wait. You miss, you miss get, get the mom in your life it. what she wants. Yeah. yeah don't get your, don't give your mom that, please. I mean, I know your mom and dad, so please don't give the your no, mom that. No, no, please not. <laughs> Could you imagine just randomly mailing? Oh my gosh! I'm then I have to totally buy that for his Brad's dad now. Just randomly mailing out boner pills. Is that addressed to the wives? I just sent it to my house. I'll forward it to him. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll see to it. He gets him. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure. I'll, I'll be seeing sure. him before you will. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we kind of we glossed. Is that oh. anything else you got to do in high school that we got to bring up? I don't think so. I mean, it was pretty geeky and ordinary. Did you ever get arrested in high school? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, arrested. I just shocked myself. Uh no, I don't think I got arrested. No run-ins with the law in school. No, I don't know. I think it was after high school. Because if you're driving a Trans Am, you had to be stirring some trouble. Yeah. Uh, Firebird. Firebird, I'm sorry. It might have been the year after. Let's see. How old, yeah, it was either this, maybe the summer after high school. I uh, did not really get arrested, but got an MIP in Griswold. But you guys could drink then, That's right, at 18? <laughs> Yeah, we could. Oh, prohibition had just uh, The law didn't Every... like us to. Yeah, and so uh, I actually had to go to court on my 18th birthday with my stepdad. And my stepdad was so mad, not that I was drinking, but that I had his cooler. And the cop took, took the cooler. cooler. Was it one of those hard-sided Coleman coolers that everybody used to have? Uh, I, I don't, like I don't the know. window latch? It might have yeah. been. I can't remember what it was, but I remember... 
um, when I called my parents, he was like, well, you know, where's the cooler or whatever. And then when we went to court, the judge or the magistrate or whatever, when you're 18 or whatever, he was like, oh, you know, he's lecturing me and then stay at home and drink with your dad if you want to drink. And he's like, yeah, I know. He's like, well, happy 17th birthday. See, it's your birthday. I'm like, no, it's actually my 18th birthday. He's like, well, then why the hell are we here? Like your record seal, like whatever, this is pointless. <laughs> and uh, my stepdad's like, so uh, where's my cooler at? Still the cop took that cooler. They're like, right. I'm back. Like he was dead set yeah. you know, for like six months at, or whatever. Three There's months. 36 Bud Lights. so in funny. It. I'm like, dude, it was a $12 cooler. It'll be fine. So, it's no. styrofoam. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That was my bad The ass. string was broken anyway. Yeah. Close to high school. So over to control. So you got to Creighton, you said. Yep. So what what did you study over to Creighton? So I started at Creighton um, against the recommendation for my guidance counselor because he didn't think I was smart enough to go. I went ahead and went anyway. Mine told me Johnny won. Because uh, Johnny won, said, you're not smart enough and your family doesn't have enough money, so you should go. I just got that. uh, You should go to uh, ROTC, to the military, and they'll help you pay for school. I'm like, no, actually, I have a scholarship, and I've already been accepted into Creighton. So I went uh, to be a doctor. And so uh, I went for two years as pre-med, and then uh, my stupid brother wrecked his bike and knocked his head open and gashed it. And so I was managing the swimming pool at the time. I picked him up, took him down to Dr. Pignary, and Dr. Pignary was like, here, you help me stitch him up since you've been at pre-med for two years. I'm like... We haven't really learned this. Like, right. we're like, I'm in like advanced chemistry or whatever. <laughs> right. And so I was like, for So me, it's Chris's fault you're not a doctor? Probably Chris's fault. I don't know. And then Chris's I also thought doctors have to like work a lot and be on call. There's a lot of hours. It's not like, that glamorous, like, I don't believe. Yeah. I mean, they make good money, but like they're, especially for like, they're in school for like 10 years and then they like, for the next 10 years, they're like always working. So I'm like, what yeah. are they paying off? But hold on. Yeah. I do need to back both of you up for something you both touched on. Uh-oh. Frank, you need to explain Johnny One. Oh, oh our, our yeah. guidance counselor, uh, his name was John. We're not yeah. going to give his last name. No. Right. With respect. Uh, but he had one testicle. But we'll make fun of his balls. Yeah. Probably uh, uh, so, uh, lack of. Right. <laughs> ball. When, yeah. when his ball. When Jamie ball. was in school, everybody called him Johnny One. I have a, an older brother that's not much younger than you are. And no. he always referred to him as, as Johnny One. Then, I don't know if Brad knows this, but when we were in school, uh, he had lost the other one. So then he was Johnny Nunn. Oh, I didn't know oh. that one. I didn't even know that. The yeah. horror. Yeah. The horror of Johnny Nunn. Did he think you, you'd get prosthetics, wouldn't you? You'd have to, because you just wouldn't want to be all shaft. Well, either that or just or this empty. minor. Just this empty. Oh, look at this shaft. Just a grocery a bag hanging down, down there. there. <laughs> like just put no, it would. There. It would like. It would. Suck I mean, hell, they asked me for one prosthetics know. for our dog, and we got him cut. Did you get him? No, no. What? I do remember him as well, though. He was our cross country coach, which I'm not sure why, but uh, he used to follow us with the bus and blow gravel dust <laughs> right on our faces <laughs> while we were running <laughs> from Oakland to Carson. You just I'm stop like, and go wait for it to go what by. What are you Ooh. doing? Okay. Would you run like 400th, just the gravel? Yeah, we would run from Oakland to the gravel, the flat gravel to Carson. Yeah. Yeah, and he would follow you for a little bit and then just get ahead of you and just blow that dust right, like all that dirt right on you. I'm like, wait for you to get ahead and blow by you again. Oh, so yeah, how, how far was it that he would follow you in the bus and then he'd be, uh, fuck these kids. And <laughs> right. I'm going to go to the bar. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, kids. You're not running fast enough. Uh, 
Uh, I'm going to pick get Mickey Run Cemetery Hill. I think you were with us, Frank. Remember, Omar used to take us up to the field to run around the track during PE. Oh, yeah. And we'd go take an old beater bus the school had. Weren't you with us And when the fire extinguisher went off randomly? Ooh, no. No, I wasn't. On the bus? The fire extinguisher on the bus? Yeah, it just blew up, went off. Um, Statue of Limitations is up right now, so if you are maybe involved in that, I don't know. We were all loading back up on the bus, and there's a fire extinguisher right there by the door latch. Uh, And uh, You pulled the pin? One of those hellions pulled the pin and blew it, and then it immediately filled the whole bus with... So um, most people probably don't know how a fire extinguisher works, but it's my opinion, which John will correct us if we're wrong. It takes the oxygen away. So a fire can't burn. Oh, okay. That makes so sense. if you're breathing, it also takes the oxygen away. Oh, you... So when you got a bus full of kids with full of fire extinguisher, it takes the oxygen away. Oh. So we evacuated the bus pretty quick. It sounds like it was in a hydrus tank, not a fire extinguisher. <laughs> yeah. It it it, uh, it was a lot of dust and a lot of gasping for air. God damn it, Forstall. Yeah. It's like I bet there was a Forstall involved in that. Yeah. That's yeah, that's did. profiling. This yeah. is where we get. This is yeah. where Marshall gets. It was from. me and four other girls who were valedictorians. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably bad. It was probably bad. It's a fair. You got me, detective. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> oh, funny. Oh, so, Brad, I text you, and I'll uh, make a note here. But I text you the other day. What was the the new question that I'd come up with? Or did when we did ask you, the first one? Which uh, when did you know you want to do your profession? Yeah. Was your idea? Okay, so we'll get after. All right, so, now rewind it and you can say that. Okay. <laughs> so what did someone pull the pin? Oh, I went too far. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, so uh, well, the first, the, the, the standard question is, is what was the very first job that you had, Jamie, that you had to pay taxes on? Oh, I had to pay taxes on? Um, probably bartending. I worked, uh, I bartended at the Drover in Omaha. I would have thought that'd be the last job you charge taxes and, uh, on. We end up paying money back into the restaurant because, you know, all the charge chips and all that tax mm-hmm. stuff. So we would make more well, than. Because they, they probably only paid you, what, a couple bucks an hour, then you get yeah, your tips? Like two bucks an hour and then all your tips. So, you know. You had to you, claim tips? Well, because they were charged in 1994, chips. 1994. So, yeah. Claiming well, so that tips. was 95, 96. Yeah. They, yep, all the charge tips you had to claim those well, ones. I'm Ooh. definitely doing a burnout. But, you know, like, I was leaving. like, I don't want a real, like, a real job because I was making five or $600 every night I worked there. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's a lot of money back then. You must have dressed like, like a hoe. I, not that I make this out. kind of money with my degree, like, every day. But, yeah, so uh, that was my. Hold on. That was my first paying taxes job. You can make that much working at the Drover? Yeah, bartender. Yeah, we'd serve dinners right up to people on weekends. You'd make that much easy. Shit, I wonder if they're hired. I know. Maybe I should go back. Oh. Hmm. And then I had a job where I uh, sold Cutco Nice for a while, but I didn't really Shut. have to like door to door because I only sold. You can't to just my gla- you can't glaze over that I, whoa, to my family. Whoa, yeah, door to door knife sales. So you went door to door. With like a whole sheath, or they in your coat, knives. like you open your coat and it was full of knives. I had nothing on it. Wasn't that what they did in Gremlins? Yeah, Watch no. me cut this hot no. dog. So it was all like cold calls, but like over the phone. You know, you interested? I'll come over and demonstrate all that kind of stuff. But I didn't have a lot of success because uh, oh, there's got to be some stories here. You can't just gloss well, over was, that. I only sold to my family. Then I'm like, this is stupid. I'm you, not going into people's houses that never, I don't know. You never and, went into somebody's house. Not that I didn't know. No. What? I know. I that would have been the funnest part. 
We one in when we lived in yeah. Oakland, we had uh, we call them gypsies. I don't know if that's what the correct term is, but the the door to door salesmen that, yeah. that come around that we call them gypsies. Yeah. But this gypsy showed up to try to sell vacuum, and he was very very persuasive. And it wasn't our fault. We had someone over one of Shiloh's friends, and she had let them into the house. Okay. And then he vacuumed up the floor. Well, that's what, yeah. And just went through, and he took our vacuum, and he yeah. set it outside, and that was the sign for his boss to come to our door. It was. I like to jack with those people. Process. Yeah, well, and that's why I thought come it would be. Yeah. I want them to come clean my house. So. But then they were complete dicks. He said, hey, can I go vacuum your mattress? I was like, no, I make babies on that. Yeah, right. You hey, don't by myself. You got to wash <laughs> the sheets before you do that. But no. uh, I, I've had several run-ins with door-to-door salesmen. My wife tells me I'm yeah. quite the sucker for them because I think I bought all their products. Yeah. Um, the world needs people like you to buy well, their stuff. Yeah. You're I too, am not one. I'm nice. like, oh, no, I'm busy. It, what's, what's the entertainment guy? The one that I bought from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a guy stopped by my oh. shop with a truck and a topper full of stereo equipment. And so he had. Totally. It was not hot. It was a projection a projection monitor. Uh, that's back when you had the separate. You had the stereo. Then you have a player separate. And then you had the equalizer or something, Frank. What's oh, yeah, a, yeah. All that stuff called. So there's four or five components. This is like 2010. When, right when my wife and I were remodeling our house. Okay. And uh, so I bought it, but he he's like ah my we had this big housing addition we got ten of these from the houses we're supposed to put them in but they backed out. My boss says I can sell them and take the profit. Oh uh, nice, <laughs> perfect. All right, so he wants five thousand dollars for this bulk audio oh, and it's it. German so you know it's good. Oh, oh yeah, he told course. me so. Precise. And I said, well, does it come with warranty? Yeah, it comes with warranty. Oh yeah. okay. So he just said that never filled anything out. Oh. No. So, long story short, Why after... Why would you trust him? I mean, he did knock on your door. Well, I was at the shop. He showed up to my shop. Okay. But after an hour of bickering with him and joking with him and giving him a hard time, we get him down to 900 bucks <laughs> From 5000 Right. Okay. <laughs> oh, I mean, that seems God. legit. Then. Will you so, come negotiate when I need help? Right? <laughs> I know. Like, well, so, I buy a vehicle, will you so go with me? I bought, I bought all this shit from him and put it in the basement, and I think we use it four or five times, and it's all sitting there in a pile. It actually all worked fine. Right. But... Okay, so the same shop, I'm sitting there working, and a guy shows up with a truckload of uh, generator equipment. Lobster. Bite your tongue, because I'm getting there. Uh, but we were at the shop, and a guy showed up. He had a generator, a power washer, a trash pump, and some other little gas power deal. Also, once, like, $5,000 for this truckload of stuff. Ended up getting it for, like, 1200 bucks. <clears throat> So I bought well, bought that shit. So do you really need this stuff, or are you just so good at negotiating, no. you get them down, and you're like, no. i got to buy it now? It's kind of fun, I think. No, oh. right. It's fun when you don't need something. Um, like, I like to go to the beach in Mexico and argue with the guy trying to sell a cigar to feed his family. This is a $20 <laughs> cigar. I'm like, that's a $5 cigar. No, 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 I can't do that. I can't do that. And then you walk away. Okay, okay, I'll do 10 And then you keep working with them. That's fun to me. But I didn't need the shit at all. I was hoping I could remarket it for profit, which took like two years and... Maybe made it like, excuse me, 20 bucks. Another time, a guy shows up and he's selling steaks. Yeah. Prime choice steaks. Best wh- of the best. Which mm-hmm. are also two Off separate. Off your truck. Which are, which are two separate grades, by the way. And so I bought those, and I don't think I got a very good deal on those. I ended up using them as ice packs to keep my beer cold. <laughs> they <laughs> were not I, delicious. Oh, they were terrible. They were, and it, if you look at the back, it said like 30% solution added. Yeah. What is the solution? I don't know. Soylent green? Yeah, there was something else I bought too that my wife drill bits or something. So I'm a sucker. You know, the, you I'm know a that, sucker those for little girls that come here are those cookies too. 
Yeah, I bought for them. I bought a hundred dollars of the Girl Scout cookies the wrestling tournament. Totally off subject, but is there some like secret cookie this year? Like there a is. raspberry? I've heard about that. Yeah, it's like a raspberry. I, I wasn't offered this. It's Facebook. like a, now you have to order it online. It's I online I only. Got a little it's jelly like in a it? raspberry thin mint, but it's not. There's no mint. It looked. Nah. Uh, my boss paid. I think he paid like sixty bucks for a, a carton today. Oh, uh, we had a like a, a lunch case, meeting. Not no, like a just box. a box. A box of just twelve. That has twelve. Yeah. No, I had more. I think it had what a couple it? sleeves in it. Hmm, I don't know. But he I'm paid a call lot of money. So far, I've only bought one box because I've been angry with them. Oh. Because the yeah, like, fuck those Girl Scouts. Fuck those Girl Scouts. They, Are you a thin men guy? Well, yeah, of course I am. In the freezer. But the lady, yeah, in the freezer, you can't yeah. eat them warm. Yeah. The lady <laughs> had the you dirty son of a The lady had them in a wagon. The lady with some kids, and they were pulling it through the neighborhood in the middle of the afternoon. And I work from home, and so all the dogs are like freaking out and barking for like twenty minutes because this lady is randomly walking through the neighborhood in a wagon with kids running wild. Right. So I'm like, I'm not buying any stupid cookies from you. Like you're interrupting my workday. So you bought some cookies? No, I didn't. So I went and bought cookies from the nice lady at oh. Baumgart's. <laughs> he drove 30 miles. Well, you know, we had to get something better. You know, we're <laughs> you always them. at but... I needed a bucket anyway. Yeah. Right. Screw that. I'm going to go to Baumgart's and buy my cookies. In a bucket and uh, a 516th drill bit, but no raspberry delights. No raspberry delights. I'm, I'm curious to this. I heard you had to order online is what I'm hearing. Last year yeah. I bought from Peyton. And they're out online, by the way. His little so ladies. So he got the, like, the last box in existence, and he was very proud. But, but sixty dollars for a box of cookies. Yeah, he paid a lot of money for it. They're Nazis. But I think no, it was more of a know. deal where him and this guy were buddies, and he was just helping them out, sort of a donation sort okay. of thing. Well, he's more of a sucker than I, I am. Like maybe oh. they're funding the hey. Russia invasion of Ukraine. <laughs> right. Let's that's... get political. Uh, no, so, I'm <laughs> so no, like Addison, like we bought the little like we were at Baumgart's. We walked out. She's like, "Daddy, can we get some cookies?" I'm like, "Here's five bucks for your cookies." And she's like, "I miss the Girl Scouts. I love selling cookies." I'm like, "You were terrible at it." <laughs> oh. She no, she didn't good. She'd sell thousands of dollars of them. Really? Oh no, yeah, she was a good dealer. But hold on. But she didn't want to do <laughs> anything deal. else. She's like, I don't want to do your stupid craft, and I don't want to do your you know, overhead on cookies. Stuff. I just want than... to sell the cookies. In my opinion, 98% of the sales come from the parents. Just saying. Wow. I'm putting it out there. No, but I mean, no, because <laughs> you people get online, and my wife's the same way. You if the, people. If, huh. the, if the kids are selling something, the first thing to do is the parents go to Facebook. Hey, my kid's selling huh. jerky. My kid's selling popcorn. My kid's selling Girl Scout cookies. Huh. Right. No, so I'm we're like, like, hey, Jess, how many boxes of each do I, you want to buy from I'm, Madison? Wait, if Brooklyn sells, I'm taking her to the truck stop. She's staying on her own. <laughs> Until she sells us all those cookies. Until she gets to Indiana. Yep. And then she can call. When you're out of cookies, you call me. I'll come pick you. I mean, I don't even know they learn anything. I think it's all about sales. The hard cookies, sale. Hard sales. Sale. God, it's a money making yeah. deal. Yeah. It's like a pyramid, maybe. <laughs> you think? You think? Girl, you, hot take. It's like Girl Avon. Scout cookies. It's a pyramid maybe. scheme. Maybe, you, oh, I don't know. Oh, little little Teresa, I mean, if you would have sold three more boxes, you could have been my club get, mom. Maybe I can get Jess to start making cookies, and we'll go sell them. <laughs> mm-hmm. You never know. It's pretty good. Uh, that's, a, that's a really hot take, but everybody loved them. Yeah. Loved those raspberry cookies to get back on track. Oh, you guys ate oh, some. Yes. That was uh, like yeah, two was bucks a piece. Them, he was giving them out. Them. He was like making it rain, and I didn't try any because I don't like chocolate, well, and I'm not a big. Well, if you pay 60 bucks, you got to make people pay for them. I would try it. He's, he's over there at the bottoms up right now, throwing the strippers. <laughs> just, just making it rain. You got like chocolate raspberry. on me. It's not chocolate, baby. <laughs> baby. Oh, oh, this escalated. <laughs> like, 
All, I get, right. all right, we got to get back on track. You guys are mm, sorry nuts. about that. Let me. Um, that's about as good as a cliffhanger we can give you this week on one more, and we all go. But tune in next week for the exciting conclusion of Goliath National Bank Employee of the Month. <laughs> <laughs>